rise and grind game you said you had something to open this yeah that's what i have gamers yeah <laughs> what does that even mean i don't know but anyway um welcome back <laughs> to white lotus white lotus and avatar podcast with shannon and hannah because we didn't mention that last time oh yeah sorry we didn't say our names also can anyone decipher our voices like, can you tell who is who? Like, I showed this to my dad, and he, he said he couldn't. He couldn't? Yeah. He was like, who's who? I asked someone a while. Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> Just ate a lot of mozzarella sticks, man. I was I was literally crying for mozzarella sticks. I know. Sticks. She literally gave me, like, all the money she has to her name and said, go to the store, please. You can buy mozzarella sticks. You can buy whatever you want with the remaining money. I got gas. <laughs> I don't know no, if you knew that. Are you serious? How I much did to. that cost? No, I had to because it was like oh my the God. tank was literally empty. I was What's running. in my bank account? Is there anything left <laughs> in my bank account? Hannah's checking account. her bank account oh, right that's, now. This is so I also sad. bought like Oreos and junk food that like I wouldn't spend on myself. Yeah, because... But- I also, uh, like, I could have bought so many more things. Yeah, I only spent $10 and also $6 you, of gas. Do you know what I bought uh, literally yesterday at Walmart? No. I, I bought another plant. I have five plants <laughs> in my room now. Hopefully. And one in the bathroom. Well, you haven't killed those yet. Actually, the succulent, I did kill. <laughs> oh, yeah. That thing's dead. I don't understand how that happened. It's literally, a succulent. I know. The thing about succulents is that you literally cannot kill them. <laughs> And you did it. Congrats. You're welcome. That wasn't the right response. Today we're talking about uh, book one, chapter five. Yeah. Omashu. No, what's it called? King of Omashu. King of Omashu. Because King Boomy's in the house. And um, he's a member of White Lotus. Take a shot of water every time a White Lotus member joins the scene. <laughs> Technically, that would have been the first episode because Uncle Iroh is in the oh, White yeah. Lotus. Because yeah. they always play Pai Show with the White Lotus thingy. And they're like, ooh. It's like, oh, the White Lotus tile. It's, uh... I'm begging you to stop. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, so we did, like, our first um, live stream while watching the episode. So we literally did not gain anything. Um, my head was too much filled with clout because we had <laughs> eight viewers. What are you <laughs> saying that? What do you mean we didn't gain anything? Like, we definitely gained pounds. We ate, like, five Oreos. I know. It's disgusting. But, um, like, from the episode, we didn't gain anything. Oh, yeah. Because the first four episodes, it, is we don't really watch it. Probably because we don't have the disc for it. Yeah. But this is an episode, it's the one where um, Aang goes back to Omashu and he does the th- three or i guess five tasks for king boomy and meets his old friend but it's an episode that we've watched so many times it's just one of those discs you know it's, you it's just pop it the- in press play and enjoy the ride <laughs> it's one of the more iconic episodes because it has king boomy in it um but oh also i think everyone should take a, a shot every time we say but Anyway, because we say that yeah, so many Yeah, literally. Times. God, also, y'all are gonna literally, be so hydrated. literally are like, I don't, it's like the stereotypes of, of teenagers and whatnot saying like, but and literally, I, I try not to be a part of that, but it just comes so naturally. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's the internet taking its toll on my speech no, 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 habits. It's, um, it's us thinking about what we're going to say while we're saying it. So while we're planning yeah, it's like a buffer. This, yeah. It's a buffer. While I guess we're it's a better buffer than um. Uh, okay, but then how do you explain literally? To accentuate things. Yeah, I guess. Because I'm literally, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. does have a meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has, like, a new just meaning. Just like any curse words. Honestly, any curse word is just, like, an accentuator to the whole subject. Yeah, because sometimes, sometimes I'll see someone will say, like, a, a more clean word instead of... Uh, like a curse word, and I say I, sometimes I think you know it just it, doesn't mean anything. If I you know, don't say it. literally the word means nothing. Like I'm not one for cursing, but sometimes it's just I necessary. Am. Heck, God, <laughs> cactus tumblers coming for my brand. <laughs> oh, God. But as we roll into the episode, we've got um, the gang flying into Amashu. They're right outside the gate. This is what confused me because there's one with like the like, iconic wall around it and but I always, that's bossing say i know literally bossing say is so iconic but this one has a huge wall around it too that 
I mean, you have to, like, have a passport, I guess, sort of, technically, to enter. Donald Trump wishes. He <laughs> wishes he could. Oh, my God. Carly's Our right sister outside Carly is opening my door to a crack. She's, oh she's crawling, army crawling, so we can try and not see her, but we clearly see her. Yeah. She always finds a way to inch her way onto this podcast. I know. She really, she's really going to end up, like, running this show by the end of it. So the episode starts off with the gang right outside the gates to Omashu, and they're trying to figure out how to get Omashu's in. backstory. Go. Omashu's backstory. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. So there are these two lovers, and they built the tunnels to, uh, to, um, to get to each other. Actually, you know what? I don't remember that being about Omashu. Yeah, it's about Omashu. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then what's the backstory to Boston say? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that, that one has a huge wall. Well, like yeah. that more of a backstory. Yeah. But anyway, but those apparently were the two first Earthbenders, which doesn't really match up with the um, Korra backstory, which is, you know, because um, back in back in the Wan days, there were only the people on the Lion Turtles. Yeah. So there's wait. There was, so there was four lion turtles, and yeah. there were people living on the backs of each lion turtle. Those mm-hmm. lion turtles aren't very big. Also, was that the world then? Yeah. Was that like a Pangea no. type thing yeah. where it's like they separated? Yeah. Into yeah. Three there were there was land, and then the lion turtles could fly. They just literally what? hovered on the back of them and existed. And then Juan was just like, you know what? There's like so much more land out there, but I need something to protect protect myself. He got, like, all these, um... I think they actually went off the lion turtles to hunt. I don't know. It's super confusing. So, like, boats. So, they treated the lion turtles like boats. Yeah, kinda. But that doesn't really match up with the Omashu backstory, which is the two lovers are from opposing towns. They loved each other. They, like, dug through the mountain with earthbending that they learned from the badger moles to get to each other, and they would always change it up. Um, and basically, true love will lead the way, which, uh... (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) yeah i don't remember that all right so um ang dresses up in appa's fur and to sneak into omashu which doesn't really make sense because you know like katara and um and Sokka are also, like, kids. Yeah, well, I think it's not only... I guess maybe it was the kids thing, but I thought they were trying to disguise themselves from being uh, an airbender and southern water tribe people. Like, obviously, the, the northern water tribe people dress differently than the southern water tribe people. Well, not really. Not yeah, really. yeah, because the northern wa- water tribe dresses, they still wear um, blue, but it's more lavish and, like, f- more fur. Like, there was no fur. Yeah, there was. In, in the southern water tribe, no. There was maybe hide, but not, like, puffy fur. All right. Well, they had, like, fur coming out of everything. Maybe I'm just thinking about the moon spirit. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, which doesn't really make sense, because then, like, also Aang has his airbender clothing on. I know, I know. Like, there's only, all the airbenders have been wiped out. And nobody's going to raise suspicion that, also that this airbender is the grandfather (laughs) to these Southern Water Tribe kids. I don't know. It's weird. So then they go in, and the thing about Omashu is that it's really steep because it's on a mountain. And I don't know. What are their main exports? Transporting things really quickly throughout the top of the city to the bottom? Well, no. I think they're just doing everything within the city, and that's just their convenient um, mail system. You know, they're innovators. I don't know okay, one else but is doing that. Do they really need all that mail? Like, well, mail, like, packages, like, stuff you need to get from place to place. Okay, but, okay, I guess. It doesn't make much sense because it only works if you're trying to transport something downhill. Yeah. I mean, you could transport uphill because they are earthbenders. Yeah. But it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it's like, at that point, might as well just, On like, this podcast, to go up and then yeah. <laughs> to the side. Yeah. But, um... But yeah, so then. But um, oh, <laughs> every man. time, every time I listen oh, to this and I hear one of us say that, I'm just like, I'm a drummer. Boop. F. Anyway, at <laughs> press F for respect. Thank you for that F, for respect. Take this L. <laughs> See, we use F differently. We whenever either Meehan or Carly like tell a joke, 
the rest of us will grade it. <laughs> you know, like you grade schoolwork, like an A to an F. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say F because none of us are funny. Except for me. I'm so, Well, sometimes I try to give Carly encouragement when a joke is, you know, no, makes a I little bit of sense. No, I give her truth. It's terrible. <laughs> She's not I'll funny. I give her a C sometimes. <laughs> she almost cried one time. I gave her like a B. She was like, really? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think I've given some B's or C's. Never an A. Nothing's been that funny. So I we're not paying it's respects. It's potential, though. Like, it's something that definitely could happen. Yeah. You could make a joke that was an mm-hmm. A. You know, um, you're laughing. You're going, you're slapping that table. That deserves an A. Stop. <laughs> please. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. This is a lot of breath. Jesus. <laughs> Hannah's fainting because she's talking too much. <laughs> I know, literally. I ate, like, an entire box of mozzarella sticks. And the thing is, is that they weren't even good. Like, they were bad. I thought they were good. I ate two of them, the ones you left behind, and they were good. I don't know. They weren't, like, stringy. There, were, I don't think, I think there was too much bread, which isn't a usual complaint. Usually my complaint is that there's not enough bread and that it's too much filling. Okay, but, like, I don't know. It's just when you eat a lot, there's, like, a really buttery and oily taste to it. it just That's why you so don't gross. eat 50 at one time. All right. It was 15, not <laughs> 15. Uh, it's just, it's disappointing. I literally, I literally cried for those mozzarella sticks. And you I didn't really even did. enjoy that much. Why did you want mozzarella sticks? I don't know. You don't, don't eat mozzarella sticks. I like, know, ever. but, like, mozzarella and bread, God, I love it. uh sad pity (laughs) also um our backstory for the thoughts question mark question mark is when i was telling it was um two years ago two years ago over in the summer we were in idaho all right to see the great lunar eclipse was it lunar no solar eclipse yeah yeah it was dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah um and i was telling shannon a joke not really a joke, like a funny story, something something funny. And I, like, paused afterwards because I was, like, waiting for her response, but she didn't say anything. So I just said, thoughts? Because I wanted her to respond. Yeah, but I think that's been done before. I don't think so. I think that was the first, like, I don't know. We've been using it ever since. So whenever we, like, say something weird. Yeah, I, at my college, we did a, I was in their sketch show, and we were filming it, and I, um... They're like, just kind of do whatever you want here. So I change the script so that I say, <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I need constructive criticism. I need to everything. brand it. I need to brand the word thoughts. Yeah. I need Thought. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> F. <laughs> anyway. um, Oh, we had the Cabbage Man cameo. Woo-hoo. Oh, yeah. The Cabbage Man came up like three times in this. Poor Cabbage Man. He, he, okay, so he's an earthbender. Was he only in this season? Is he an earthbender or is he a non-bender? I think he's a non-bender. Yeah, Why else would he be selling cabbages? I know. Everyone else is just marketing and just banking off their, their bending abilities. Yeah. 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 I guess if you, if you, if you're a non-bender, you kind of are a farmer and, yeah. I mean, you're what else peasant. is there? You're you peasant. are. Yeah, there's Honestly, a, there's a cast system a non, in this. A non in Korra season one. He basically wanted to take away all the powers of everyone. It isn't really a logical system because, like, a lot of their economy revolves around benders. But, yeah, I like, know, yeah. benders definitely have, like, the upper hand in the society. Definitely. Like, they are and so much more respected. Yeah, they are respected mm-hmm. more. They're definitely seen as superior. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, Anon was right. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's it's like one of those – it's definitely something political because you're like, oh, Anon is evil. We have to stop him. But it's like – He's honestly trying to create like a, a type of equality. I mean, I know. not necessarily the right type from of equality. Like, yeah, kind of like the capitalism. And not yeah. capitalism, communism. It's like, a, it's like an extremist thinking you're doing the right thing type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But he was yeah. also evil. You know, I don't. I kind of don't like when they do that. Or, no, I do like when they do that. Because in, the, in movies and stuff, when they create the, the bad character, 
or usually the, the they villain. give them like a sad backstory so you well, feel bad for them so you're like this isn't a bad person they just think that what they're no, doing s- is right that yeah but those ones where they really make it so that the the villain is thinks they're doing the right thing and they think they're doing it for the right reasons those are always like uh who wins i know it's like uh, who, it's just so sad because then you're and like then nobody feels uh satisfied after the movie yeah, because you're like yeah. i don't know we, I, Which, we should really demonize the the villains and the um antagonists because i'm done with feeling bad for the thing i know like, <laughs> like a lot of, they do that. I, I don't mind when when villains have a backstory that makes you feel sorry for them like kylo ren but see, even so, like Kylo Ren is a great example because is he actually a bad? person? I know. Is he is he I, actually a bad person? Or like like in the part where he was like talking to Ray, he's like like come join me, we'll create a new society. I feel like he doesn't want to do evil. He but he still wants to rule. You know what I'm I, saying? Yeah, God. I feel like he was like I'm. He's not like a part Welcome of the to bad the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. But with um with Sozin, I. Like, with So... Not yeah, Sozin. Yeah, Ozai. Ozai. Ozai was really evil. Sozin, so evil. But, okay, okay, okay. So, no redeemable qualities. I mean, he, he freaking banished his son. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he, he thought he was doing the right thing, but obviously it was the wrong thing. You know? He didn't really have any justification for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, I, I hate it when I feel bad for the, for the things... It's like, oh, this also happens in movies where um, uh, whenever there's a couple together and there's the other character, who's usually the main character, that wants the, let's say it's a guy, and he wants the girl. Mm-hmm. And so usually what happens is the guy the girl is with ends up cheating with the girl so the girl can go over to the main character. Yeah, that but happens what about, all the but time. But what about those scenarios where, like, the guy and the girl are perfectly fine together, but the main character is still alone and wants the girl? And, like, he gets the girl, but nothing that the guy dating the girl did was ever wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and definitely. It's, and then no situations. So that's that's movies, ugly people movies, culture. <laughs> <laughs> movies will always, like, demonize the boyfriend that she's with. I know. But, but that's not what happens in real life. And if, sometimes movies will do that where the bo- boyfriend didn't do anything bad. And in those every time in those scenarios, we're like, but were they? This is, that's what happened with Steve. And um, Nancy in Stranger Things. Like, obviously, yeah, he was oh, supposed to be the oh, one that was thrown aside. But then you're like, God. wait, he's kind of good and I kind of like him. And I, I don't know. I don't want her to break up with him. I, I can go on about... I... What's that guy's name? Steve? The crackhead guy? Oh, the crackhead crack Jonathan. Head guy. Jonathan. I hated Jonathan and Nancy. Why? First of all, he looks like a crackhead, even though his character wasn't a crackhead in Stranger Things. But he is so gosh darn ugly, literally. And then Nancy's so pretty, and Steve is so wholesome. He's being a good boyfriend. He's like, literally, he didn't do anything wrong, yet he comes there with flowers, and he supports Nancy through literally everything. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go hook up with this crackhead for no reason. And it's like, you're watching and you're like mm, i know she's I gonna know. end up with jonathan there's they did it in a good way a little bit where they they're did, just like what, they did because well, in they this, did. the second season they're like we just we just don't belong together like we're just not working out we're like what, two Na- great people. nancy and joss and jo- no jonathan and steve no they were great together uh, yeah literally kind of it's all it nancy's fault because she was just like I, I, I'm not getting all the attention and validation I need. Yeah, I'm it was a go lame to, excuse for why they broke up. I, 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 why did they even break up? Because she was like, it's Biaz. It's all Biaz. It's not, though. Like, they were literally <laughs> in a loving relationship. Steve was doing literally, he changed his entire morale for Nancy because he was <laughs> in love. And also, at the same time, you don't have to, like, stay with somebody because, like, if they don't love you anymore, no matter what happened, like you you shouldn't be in the relationship because it would it would be like a one way relationship. So that's bad either way, and you can't like feel sorry for yourself for somebody else leaving because it's not really your choice. But Steve literally did nothing wrong. He is the high school dream boy, and she just <laughs> broke his heart. Mama talking about like me and all the boys and like <laughs> turned all the boys down. I've loved before. <laughs> Dude, I love that movie. Oh, that movie is so good. Do you know what movie sucks and we should do a review on? <laughs> the, the Kissing um, Booth? N- the Kissing Booth. God. Oh, yeah. my God. But, anyway, you know, that one's, like, also, the Sierra Borges. Oh, uh, same girl from Stranger Things. No. Is it? Yeah. You know you? that she's Barb in the Stranger Things. Are you sure? Yes. Huh. Yeah, like, Sierra Burgess is a loser? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I kind of thought that, but I don't know. She seemed fatter in the thing. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Her name is Shannon, just like me. That's so unfortunate. 
For me? <laughs> For who? <laughs> For her. But anyway, <laughs> I've heard, like, terrible things. Okay, what's the plot of that movie? I think she, like, the Noah Ciento dream guy. I think he's also the main character in that movie, too. I knew him when he was on Disney Channel. Oh, man, like, that was five rough. years ago. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Noah Ciento. Literally, he kind of looks like Joey Richter in the sense that his face is kind of messed up. <laughs> it's, like, kind of okay now because he's just grown into it, but his face yeah. is definitely messed up as a child. Uh, he has dark eyes and dark hair, so obviously everybody's going to fall in love with him. He's and tall. that's the tea. Steaming, piping hot. F. How is that tea? Tell me how that's tea. People say, and that's the tea. When they're just saying, like, blatant facts. Facts! <laughs> that's, when you, that's when you put F-A-C-K-S. Wait. F-A- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or F-A-X-X. I like that one. Facts. Facts. Facts we, me. That is facts. It's a wax figure and we are anti-vax. <laughs> I don't even, I, I can't even comprehend how bad that was. <laughs> you literally, you call yourself a comedian. And then you're I like, don't call myself a comedian. The world does. My Instagram Again, bio does. F. Dude, my Instagram says professional pun teller. I should be, like, professional podcast person. Pee, pee, pee. I think you can only put professional if you, you know, are good at it. <laughs> anyway, Avatar? I think we were on the Cabbage Man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somehow, Cabbage turned to bad guys. Who was the bad guy? Turned to um, yeah, relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was Cabbage, the um, supremacy of the benders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then the bad guys. Then Star Wars, all that stuff. God, we're so off topic. It's it's important. It's important discussion stuff. It really is because it pertains to. It gives a lot more depth to the Avatar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Sozin? I mean, Ozai. I almost said Uzi. Little Uzi. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with that Uzi. I think that's what it is. Wait, is so. it Uzi? Little Uzi? I have no idea what you're talking He's about. He's the guy that says, I don't know, it's only the third day out here. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. I don't know either. He just says, I don't know, it's my third day out here. <laughs> anyway, Cabbage Man. <laughs> so, the Cabbage Man is a reoccurring character. One of the best reoccurring characters. Yeah, it's like, I, I wouldn't say it's a, he's a background, char- background character. It's definitely like a reoccurring extra. All right, so they get into, um, I almost said, no, I, I almost said, I almost said Omashu, but no, it is Omashu. Yeah. Oma, so they get into Omashu, and Omashu, I think I've already said this, but it's, like, a really, their main thing is that they have, like, these sliding things. Because, like you said, it's on a mountain. Yeah. So it's kind of like buckets, not buckets, like bins. Yeah. And they just send things through bins. But you can only send them down. Yeah. So tell me how that makes sense. Besides shooting it up in the air. Yeah. You can shoot it up in the air. I'm really sorry again. But anyway, so <laughs> Aang is just like, guys, you got to try this. So they get into a bin, and they, which I don't understand how the bins slide because it's like rock against rock. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess when you think about, it, you're like, oh yeah, it's just two, you if know, they had smooth wheels, surfaces going yeah. against. But then you think about rocks; they're not gonna slide against yeah. each other. And then especially with the erosion, like, oh it's yeah, it's gonna be so rough. Yeah, like, they're not managing that mountain. Yeah, they're gonna be sand everywhere. Like if they had wheels, that'd be a different story. But they don't have wheels. So it's just like crunchy rock. Like imagine that's two rocks grinding against Even each if, other. I guess there is like landslides. But still, that's like loose dirt. Yeah, that's literally mud. Landslides are mud. Landslide, bring me down. Rocks. <laughs> no. F. Mr. F. <laughs> Mr. F. That's what you should call me now. Yeah. Hi, uh, this is Hannah and uh, Mr. Mr. F, F here. <laughs> Mr. F. For British eyes only. I forgot the tune to it. <laughs> I think it's anyway so they're going through these mail carts so they're going down Katara and Sokka's just like 
And then Aang's just like, woohoo. And then out of nowhere, like this this bin of knives just comes shooting down. The least efficient way to carry knives. I know. Like, They're just pointing forward. Obviously, someone's going to have to be there to stop it. It's obviously coming plummeting toward the town. Well, yeah, but you can stop it because it's made out of earth. Earthbenders. Yeah, but imagine earth. someone just walking by. That's probably how they, like, um, make sure no kids ride the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they're not actually shipping it. They're just making sure that no one is. Yeah, you know, just, like, a clear out the lane. Then Aang goes on about King Boomy, which, it's like, I wonder if, if no, I watch this. He doesn't go on about King Boomy. Oh, he goes about he his go friend Boomy. But yeah. he must have his, he must have been in line for the throne. This isn't a democracy. It could have been. It could have been, like, their You line. don't vote your king in to office or kingmanship i guess so but like if there's no heirs i guess it goes to a relative yeah so he must have known he was on the there are two important people you know the king of omashu and the the friend of omashu <laughs> and the avatar <laughs> you know okay so there's a king of omashu yeah there's a king of a city or i guess it could be like uh a state or a country or whatever well no there's there's the city which is the most like riches centric place and then obviously there's farmers on the outside of it but there's there's a fire nation king for the entire fire nation but i guess so there's no like earth king oh there is an earth king I yeah guess there's literally an earth king so that's so weird though then who is who is boomy what's he in charge of the city that's a called a mayor you don't that's like a duke or something right that, that's not a king I don't know. Does he ever say King Boomy? Yeah. Literally King Boomy. <laughs> you know what? That's probably his rapper name. <laughs> Stop. He's probably just like, he probably is just like the mayor, or, you know, the governor of, of the city. And then he's like, my name, he changed his name to like King Boomy for the clout. <laughs> Honestly, it's something that I would do. I know you would do that. I know. That's so weird that the Earth King is in charge of the whole Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an unfair name. Like, I know. Fire. What are you? What are you? The uh, king of fire? Yeah, it's like I'm the king of Mars. <laughs> yeah, like, I can bend Mars. <laughs> and like, um, Sue in the Korra series, she wasn't the queen of whatever city. Yeah, that but that's was. because they started adopting like political entities. They did, and that's why I literally hate the series. You said that so many times. I do. About how you hate I literally it because hate of the politicalness. It. Mm hmm. But also, like, if anybody breathes the word political, I'm like, <laughs> breathing back. <laughs> but if I would have watched this now, I think I would have known that something was up with the flash forward, the flashback with Aang, with this kid, Boomy, because he's never been introduced yeah, before. Like, yeah. that's what happens now in, in stories nowadays. When you come to realize when you're older, it's like, oh, if someone's introduced at the beginning of the story is some irrelevant character, odds are it's going to be relevant at the end. And it usually happens in mysteries. And this is sort of a mystery because he's like, what's my name? You're supposed well, to yeah, be like, how, I guess. how are we as an audience supposed to know who he is? That's something I never would have thought of when I was a kid. But I wonder if I watched it now without knowing who he is and everything, if I would have been like, oh, well, I, obviously I, I, it's going to be him. I think somebody, I feel like, I don't know, somebody would pick it up. But anyway, so they get caught. Because, you know, you're not supposed to ride the mail carts. and they There's get... no written rule. There's no sign. It's not written in stone, but it is because <laughs> it's earthbenders. So they get taken to, uh, quote, unquote, King Boomy. Yeah, we're and... still questioning his authoritative yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. And you know what? He lives a long time. Like, they revisit Omashu, like, I think it's the next season? The, I think they only visit, revisit Omashu, like, one other time, and it's towards the end of the series. It's when Aang needs to go to King Boomy to ask about something. But he's trapped in the box, you know what I'm talking about? No, no, no. It's in season two. It's, like, in Because he asks um, King Boomy if he can teach him earthbending. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did he do that when he was there? <laughs> Because he needed to master water, water first, I yeah. guess, but he didn't really need to. I mean, while he was there, I mean, yeah. I guess he had felt an obligation to Katara. I don't know, man. It's only my third day out here. <laughs> <laughs> A little oozy. 
But anyway, so they get taken to uh, Mr. King, Boomy, and Boomy's just like, you know what we should do? Let's throw them a feast. F. But anyway, <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's throw them a feast. And throughout this entire dinner, he's just telling bad puns, which I resonate on on a spiritual level. Also, there's this moment where he throws a chicken wing at Aang, and Aang, like, uses his airbending to catch it, and he goes, ah, the Avatar, which makes no sense, because he's obviously dressed up in airbending attire. Yeah, everybody's dressed up as, like, their bendings. Yeah, and I- so <laughs> he's obviously an airbender, <laughs> and then he catches it using airbending, and then he says, the Avatar. Well, I feel like a lot of people get, like, airbending and avataring mixed up because i don't know the series is called you you think that the writers or the king's character is gonna get airbending and avatar ship confused i don't know anyway the movie boomy kind of knows that he's the avatar i think i think what it is is that everyone in the series has this knowledge that there's no more airbenders left and that if there is an airbender left, it's because it's the Avatar. But how in the world do people know that? That seems to be like a general assumption that people have. Mm-hmm. When it's like, he's an airbender, he must be the Avatar. But it has been a hundred years since... I know, but who knows that he froze himself and that he's still alive? I guess people have to know he's still alive because he wasn't reincarnated. Mm-hmm. But there's no like newspaper that goes throughout the entire world. So and there's no television or radio or well, well, mass people, with merchants. I feel like there is news. You yeah, know? I mean there was that scene with the word of mouth, but still that was just between a town. Was it? Yeah, that was I, just in one single town. And it got to um, Zuko. Well, maybe it, it was across towns because it was told to like someone who was on a ship. Yeah, dude, having like sailing skills that must have had you made like back in the day sailing nobody's they're not sailing their boats run on engines oh yeah no no, no. soccer soccer sails yeah as like for fun for like sport yeah i guess they do have engines which you gotta think about like if, if you're placing this in like the world history of our world like are they going through their industrial i i guess they would be going yeah, through the it is it's very revolution. steampunk yeah. Which is which is strange because Court is also kind of steampunk. It's it's like they're different kinds of steampunk. Yeah. I'm thinking steampunk in the in the uh, sense of when they went to that one air temple when those um uh earthbending nomads took took it took it over and they were inventing yeah. things. That was very steampunk, but nothing else. Uh, some of the um firebending you know, gear, like when they were destroying the Bossing Say wall with that yeah, caterpillar yeah. like drill, that was steampunk. Yeah. And industrial, but... I don't think they have trains in, in this series, do Yeah, they, they? do. Uh, no. Do they? They they definitely have trains they in They have Quora. some kind of transport system that resembles trains, but well, they, not they like have that, Quora's. like, monorail system at Ba Sing Se. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's not really, like, trains, trains, which that is weird. Like cars. Which is... That was train. That's kind of like a car. What? What they were riding in. I mean, it was some kind of mass transport. Do they have cars in... In Avatar? I'm drawing a blank. They don't. No, no, they don't. They don't. They, they have cars don't. in Korra. How do they how do they move from place to place? Usually with animals. Yeah, but like if you're in a city. I think they have carts. Yeah, yeah pull, they, pulled they, by animals, they, yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, they have carts. They're just kinda cart. That's all kind over. of strange though, how they have something like like I was saying with the bossing say wall, that drill that obviously moves with a well, yeah. powered um engine engine yeah why don't they have something resembling cars i i don't know that was, a, that was like the big thing of Korra is like whoa they have cars yeah i i just didn't like how they rushed into it i don't know it's just it it felt weird to me because it's like all of a sudden it's like the 20s when in avatar yeah it's, like, it's just not the same world mm-hmm. i think if we rewatch it and like talk about it on the podcast i think yeah we appreciate it if you, like, actually watch the episodes. Because I know for me, like, I never really watched the episodes of Korra. Yeah. They just kind of played in the background. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It just seems weird. But I feel like they would have, like, a mass transport of things. You know? I mean, the the Fire Nation, well, they have boats. That's the mass transport, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
But with, like, the Earth Kingdom, such an, like, a landlocked society. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to transport yeah. stuff from, like, farms to city and whatnot. I mean, I guess they could, like, earthbend their way to and from. It yeah, right. This <laughs> sits on rock. I can ride this baby <laughs> for miles. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... He's he's the one who created earthbending. I know, Squidward. yeah, Sp- SpongeBob. <laughs> when he sat on that oh, rock, yeah, it was SpongeBob. <laughs> he's like yeehaw, <laughs> stop. Earthbenders be like, <laughs> oh man, you probably could do that too. Here's oh, here's what I'm wondering. Technically, how, you could. How like, you? How grounded do you have to be to bend? Like, if you're sitting on a rock, could you earthbend the rock up, or is it kind of like a spiritual muscle where? Physics still applies, where if you're I, lifting something, you kind of have that weight, like, pushing you on the ground as you're lifting up. I think we had this conversation before. We had a different physics conversation. Yeah, it was, it was about was the similar. flying thing. Anyway. Yeah. All right, so. Um, we're, we have so much to get through. Do you, you're just going to gloss over my... That's that's true. I, I feel like... I don't know about this one, Chief. I don't know. For Earthbenders, it's very prominent that it's, like, a mind muscle. But also with, um, with, I don't know, with Air, Airbending, they can do that. But I guess there's no real, um, uh, force of air that you need to lift up. Like, you're not lifting up air. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of moving it around. Whereas rocks, you're, like, lifting it up physically. But with Toph... She like did things so effortlessly. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think it's like a a physical strength thing. It, it it's definitely, definitely is a mental strength, strength, but I think it still takes that physical stance. Yeah, of like yeah. being grounded. I mean, because technically the the firebenders when they were in the hot air balloons, they were using their firebending to create hot air into the air balloon to pull themselves up. I don't think that's necessarily similar. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway. So, King Boomy's like, let's throw them a feast. And he's like, let us leave. So he puts them in this really bougie prison, which is honestly, yeah, it's, it's the so refurbished bougie. one that used yeah. to be the bad one. Mm-hmm. But uh, then they extreme home makeovers, and it like has three beds, all bougied out, and they're like, wait, we need to escape. Where was Appa during all this? I guess it only was one day. They should have an episode where it's like, what Appa was doing on this day. Although there is sort of an episode where he was lost. Dude, I that, hate those episodes. I know. It was so heartbreaking. Yeah, because uh, Aang was so uh, angsty. I know. And he's usually so angsty. <laughs> Good one. Oh, man. Dude, Appa, for real, was probably just laying there. Like, yeah. I mean, oh. he's like a dog. Appa noise. Oh. But also, they're in the city. Oh, no. Duh, they, they, they were outside the city. <laughs> they left Appa outside the city. That's right. They're like, sorry, buddy, you can't come in. Yeah. So then, during the night, King Boomy's like, oh, I almost said apprentices, soldiers, take Katara and um, Sokka. 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 Sock. <laughs> Socks? Soda. Take Soda and Katara. Sister Sokka. <laughs> Sister Sokka. <laughs> Um, Don't bully him like this. Listen, I can bully James Charles all I want. He brings it on himself. <laughs> He's super rich. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, I wish I was living the James Charles life. He's my age. Dude, really? Yeah. That's so depressing. Look at you. <laughs> and look at him. I don't know. I think he said something. He was just like, girls, girl. I mean, boys like shouldn't do that. And he's like, mm, I'm barely a boy. But <laughs> next question. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so King Boomy's just like, time to do these tasks for me. Also, there's no doors in this earthbending uh, palace. They just kind of bend a door. Which doesn't make sense, because if you're imprisoning earthbenders, couldn't they yeah. earth their, earthbend their way out? That's a good point. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Maybe they're just very prejudiced and they really only lock up people who Dude, are benders oh, or man. are other benders. Oh, man. Because, like, I guess the only... Because that means if you were a waterbender, like, you couldn't find a way to... Like, Katara was doing with the jail that one time with, with her sweat. Like, I know, but, like... She couldn't do that with the walls. She couldn't find any way to... If there was a door, she probably could. Like, hinges or something. No, no, no. Because if you're in the water tribe, everything's just made out of water. 
and ice. You know? <laughs> yeah. So they could, like, literally just melt it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one could imprison a, any other bender in. Yeah. Dude, this whole system. We're, we're yeah, covering she- the prejudice against <laughs> non-benders, dude. Sokka is the real victim. I know. Oh, my. I, for some reason, I totally forgot that Sokka was a non-bender. Yeah. Because he's he, from a nation. Yeah. But, he, yeah. but he's just so useless. Oh, man. I think it's so strange that the um, Water Nation is the only nation that really acknowledges non-benders. You don't really hear about non-benders. Yeah, I guess so. In other places. I re- really, the only, only the the southern... <laughs> Water tribe. Yeah, just because they took away all the mm-hmm. the w- benders. Yeah. Anyway, so King Boomy's just like the first thing. He's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Get me my lunch. There's <laughs> like this key in this waterfall. And, um... <laughs> A tin lunchbox. <laughs> yeah. So, Aang so 80s. Just, basically, he tries to get the key. It doesn't work. So, he literally takes this spike rock, rips the top off, which I don't know if that's, like, earthy or just ironic. Or maybe, like, it was already, like, crunched off. What, that he shouldn't have, have had the strength to yeah. rip it off? Yeah. Literally, that was ripping off a piece of rock. Like, th- big, thick rock. Yeah, like, thick boy. And then there's another, here's another physics thing. We, uh, I guess we just have, this isn't even a bending physics thing. This is just like. Bill Nye, we are coming for your <laughs> brand. This is just like a kid's show bending yeah. the laws of physics thing. Where he, where he throws it into the water, the streaming waterfall that he couldn't climb up because it was just too extreme of a waterfall. He throws it in, but it doesn't, the waterfall doesn't like destroy it. Somehow his throw was so powerful. Neo it ignored the th- Neo, he he blows the air through, so it's like a thing of oh, clear. Oh, see, this must have been a part where I was talking and not listening while watching yeah, the episode. Yeah, literally in the entire episode. Anyway, the second task, King Boomy's just like, I lost my little pet bunny. Please find him. <laughs> Mr. Flopsy, where are you? <laughs> Flopsy, please come home. <laughs> Mr. Wobaba, please find Uh, petition to do the rest of the uh, <laughs> podcast like that. Permission granted. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, Aang uh, goes to find Floppy, and he's like, "Floppy, come here!" <laughs> but it turns out to be this giant ape. How um, did he know that though? What do you mean? I feel like this was the this was supposed to be the turning point where he realized this was Boomy because he knew Boomy had a pet named Flopsy. No, he was a because, giant animal. No, because Boomy I, that's probably what didn't I have it, it when was. he was young. Do that animal can live to a hundred and oh, true animals usually yeah. live shorter than humans. Is it nice? <laughs> is it think? <laughs> is it thoughtful? Is it helpful? Is it intelligent? Is it nice? Is it kind? Think before you speak. But to, so even if he realized or if he thought, okay, let's pretend that this big, huge animal that's chasing me is Flopsy, he was just kind of like, oh, if I say his name Flopsy and address it to him, he'll um just bow at my every move. Yeah, because that's how obedient animals are. That's true. Yeah, I guess if it's if it's the king's animal, then it should be pretty obedient. Yeah, it should. Just like you uh, know, that bunny was probably its dinner. To be honest. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. That, not even that was so small. It was probably a snack to him. Flopsy was definitely not a vegan. Did you see them tusks? Yeah, he was like munch. It's like a boar mixed with a polar bear mixed with something ripped. That was a... <laughs> I've never seen <laughs> an animal in real life that ripped. <laughs> Maybe a gorilla. Gorillas are super Oh, true, super ripped. true. It was kind of gorilla-like. I'd say gorilla yeah. mixed with a boar, but, like, two times the size. Oh, yeah. Huge. But... Or maybe, like, a mammoth. Did he have these arenas for these challenges set up beforehand? Probably. He probably just has a bunch of arenas for, like, a bunch of different situations that he needs to, like, yeah. creatively trick someone into remembering who he is because he's so old. I know. Anyway, his third task was to fight either, like, this really bad guy with knives. Who kind of looked like Zuko because he had scars bit. over his eyes. Yeah. His one And eye. another guy, which I don't remember because I definitely was not paying attention. He was, attention. like, the first guy was kind of, like, 
Kylo Ren like where it's like skinny and ponytail yeah. and like dark and emo but like with knives so you're like ooh they don't care about their life who knows what they're gonna do honestly <laughs> and I the other guy was more like I'm very ripped and very secure with my manhood and I will or I'm not secure with my manhood yeah. and that's why I need to put my life into into pointy objects like knives and <laughs> swords I think the first one was more knife like centric and the second one was more like bending centric and the middle option is booming yeah he wasn't an option but ang was like a a smart but and he's just like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you you old man so 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 boomy's just like bet he rips off his clothes he's his hunch goes away dr doofenshmirtz (laughs) wishes he could be that (laughs) yeah no wonder he lived to freaking 120 years old literally (laughs) super freaking like ripped he's man his clothes almost busted off honestly um, that scene with Boomy ripping off his robes has the same energy as Zuko during the, d- during the Agni Kai with General Zhao. Zhao. Yeah. Or Commander. Yeah, but Zhao wasn't that old. No, like, no, Zuko unveiling his Oh, robes. yeah, 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 yeah. Same energy, same energy. No, not at all. Zuko yeah. was, like, puny, and it was, like... uh he was pretty ripped for a 16-year-old. For a 16-year-old, but he still had, like, little narrow shoulders, and it was, like... That's true. It wasn't, like, supposed to be a reveal of, like, yeah, I got it. Stop. Count yes. them. Count the abs. <laughs> no. But anyways, they battle it out. Boomy's kind of, like, low-key destroying Aang. But then... I feel like Boomy could beat Aang. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. 100%. And he has this point... This is what I don't understand, also. They have points where someone's in a position that they surrender. Where it's like the other person yeah. is, is over top of them somehow, and they're like, I'm in control of this moment. But in this, the moment he was in control, and a lot of through the series, this moment he was in control is like he was just standing in front of them with his with his staff pointed at him. He could well, have easily done something. Yeah. But I, fe- I just feel like that's... He obviously wasn't trying to beat him, though, or anyway. Yeah. I don't know. He was just testing him. I guess that's how battles are. If you're not trying to kill the other person. Number one. The Ten Dual Commandments. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then Aang kind of like, uh, beats, kind of like, goes into a truce. It was like a pity, like a yeah. pity surrender, honestly. And Boomy's just like, wait, one last question. What is my name? But then Aang doesn't know that that's King Boomy yet. So he's just like, uh, Rocky? And Katara's really supportive. She's like, you know what? I don't think so, but you know what? We'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> Honestly, how my teachers talk to me when like I don't understand something for the fifth time, they're like, "It's okay. There, there's, there's classes for special needs kids." <laughs> but Ang's just like, "Wait, this guy made me think. I know who he is. He is Boomy." But then also, like, at the same time, Sokka and Kintara are low-key in a life-and-death situation <laughs> because they have these, like, crystals that are slowly engulfing their body. It's fast because he's been at this competition, this trial for what? Like, like two hours, morning. maybe? One morning. Yeah. And it's already grown from a finger ring length to over Sokka's head. Yeah. It's pretty unfortunate. I don't understand why they never licked it. It's right near your face. It's, like, shiny. We had this conversation. If you had a rock growing on your hand, you wouldn't just lick it. No, uh, okay. you would. Okay, you okay. Would. But Normal listen, people it wouldn't. wasn't, like, a dirt-looking rock. It was, like, pink it was a shiny and purple. It was, it was a shiny rock. It was shiny and pink and purple. That's the colors of flavor. Flavor Town. Do you know what? It was kind of, like, green and purplish-pinkish. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Pastel? No. Oh. Wanda and Cosmo. Oh. It's also a Nickelodeon show. Could make oh. sense. Yeah. <sighs> crossover is this a crossover episode oh man these should have had a crossover episode just imagine like <sighs> who should have a crossover episode spongebob and avatar oh <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong no, no, okay but... No, no no but there was like um like a nick wide gang you know how they used to do those like in the early uh or the late 2010 or early 2010s late 2000s where it was like they had Disney games and Nickelodeon games where it was like a Nickelodeon game that included oh, all of the Nickelodeon characters. I don't, I don't think Nickelodeon and had that. I know no, that Disney Nickelodeon did. did. It they definitely did because I think one of the games they always had at our McDonald's. We had a little gaming system at our McDonald's. It oh, never yeah. worked. It but, was so yeah, there iconic, was there was a Nickelodeon though. game 
where it's like Aang is there and also SpongeBob and then also other characters from shows. You know what? That's right. That's right. I, I can't remember what it is. You know what didn't need a crossover? Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner. Oh, God, that's the worst thing. That gave me nightmares. That's literally so unnecessary. Yeah, I actually kind of liked... It felt unnatural, but I kind of liked Jimmy in uh, Timmy's universe. But Timmy in Jimmy's universe... Oh, man. Oh, man. Honestly, that's my 24-7 mood. That's, like, what I see when I look in the mirror. Just, like... Super buck, rounded buck teeth. Literally, I've, like, major buck teeth. Not buck teeth. It's just my two front teeth are very large. No, they're not not large. It's that your other teeth are very, very... Very small. Dude, I have such small teeth. I feel like if I if I just flicked my finger on your tooth, it would just fly out of your mouth. Honestly, probably. <laughs> like, I feel like Charlie in that one episode of It's Always Sunny yeah. in Philadelphia where his teeth are just falling out. He's like, out. dude, it's just coming out. <laughs> I can't help it. So then, that's the episode. I don't understand how he got what made him figure out that it was Boomy. It's what probably was the just, thing? Well, because Boomy... Would always just like I guess he was a prankster back in his old days, you know, and <laughs> that's just, the that's the thing. <laughs> pranked, bro. I was pranked, so it must be my friend from a hundred years ago. I mean, he was an old guy. It's not outlandish, you know. In all these flashbacks, Aang has where he's like around the world, or I guess that was the only one. He's never like has. He said he's been to the F- Fire Nation because he knows all the lingo and stuff. Yeah. But there's never a flashback of him in the old days at the Fire Nation. But in all the flashbacks, anyways, he's twelve years old. Mm-hmm. So that means everything must have happened that one year. Yeah, <laughs> he probably. traveled the world the one year. Probably. We could write a whole backstory on Aang because so much you has happened that isn't said explicitly in this series. Yeah. Like, he obviously traveled the world. That's mm-hmm. never told. He obviously had parents. Where are they? Who are they? Honestly. Like, why doesn't he have daddy issues? But that's for next podcast. <laughs> so basically, that was the end of the episode. We really didn't pay attention. But I hoped you like our commentary on literally anything else. Wait, before we go, I just have to say, last episode, Hannah said I was wrong. And I went along with it when she said it was called Meteoroid Blast, not Metroid Blast. And I knew I was right. All right, that was the end of the podcast. Um, JoJo CY here. <laughs> but we'll be... <laughs> I'm Thank a JoJo Siwa stand. That was my JoJo Siwa impression. <laughs> Thanks, I hated it. <laughs> anyway, so we'll be back next week with we'll be episode back. Si- chapter six. Because we are... We're reading this. If you didn't know, we're actually yeah. reading every yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. And we're just imagining things in our minds very, very vividly. Well, that's our episode. Have a very soccer day. Yeah. <laughs>